0: Victoria's guiding me and tapping through, all of the sudden, a memory from my childhood will pop up. And that's the thread. That's what's happened is something in your current life is attached to something that happened in an earlier part of your life. And without a modality that gets you deeper to the surface of what's really going on, you end up staying locked in a relationship to those old events. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. And today I have a guest that you all have been hearing about for probably years and just didn't realize it. Today, Victoria Kreider is joining me. She is beyond many of her accolades. She is my personal EFT therapist. So when I've talked to you and said, I use tapping, I was tapping on this. I was with my tapping therapist. I was talking about Victoria, and we've been working together for years, and I had the pleasure of bringing her into the Magic Lounder membership where she hosted a guest Q&A. The questions were so alive and so vibrant. I knew we had to bring Victoria on to share her wisdom with all of you. So, With that, welcome, Victoria.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Patty. I'm so thrilled to be here. And again, always so grateful for your support. And as I said last time, you're my biggest cheerleader, and I'm so grateful. Oh, my
0: goodness. I am. I am your biggest cheerleader. Well, I think you've got a few at home, but yeah, (laughs) professionally, I probably am your biggest cheerleader. I was so grateful when I found you. Now, for you listening, I do want to give you a heads up. Right before Victoria and I started attempting to record this episode, we encountered so many technical issues. And I share that because we can find a lot of times on our journey that you hit road bumps and you can easily fall into a place where you take them as signs. Signs that they mean something. And yet if your nervous system is able to stay calm through the information you're receiving, even if it doesn't look like the way you want it to look, you can often find conclusions you wouldn't have found otherwise. And that to me is maybe the biggest, if not one of the biggest benefits of using tapping is the transformation it makes to your nervous system and how you interact with the world. So, Victoria, before we kind of jump into all of the benefits of tapping and EFT, can you, first of all, share with our listeners anything you think they need to know about you professionally and then share your story of how you became a tapping therapist, which will be a repeat of what we shared in the Magic Lounge. Mm-hmm. So for those of you from the membership, this will be information you did hear once before. But I think there's always new Grains of truth to gather from any story.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And first, as Patty mentioned about the issues with technology, I just have to give a shout out that Patty's unbelievable with technology and she walked me through it. So thank you for that, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> because I was tapping, I was tapping underneath my desk, and
0: <laughs> you were probably going to be the one of the only people that will think that. And Marion, my VA, is going to be one of the first people to hear this episode when she's getting it up on the site, and she will probably be giggling to herself. <laughs>
1: to <hear>. so, <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So thank you. So yes, I was able to share my story, and so to kind of start. With what's happening now currently, I'm a certified EFT practitioner and I work both virtually and in person. And I have an office in Sandy Hook, Connecticut, where I see people in person. And my story of how I started, and this goes way back to my childhood, as it often does that I had a grandmother who was from the old country and interpreted dreams and was very intuitive. And I was fascinated as a child and she taught me a lot. And early on, I was noticing that I had some intuitive abilities. I was dreaming a lot and I became the friend that people turned to for their dream interpretation and just just overall guidance. So it just naturally happened as I grew up I was very interested in not only dreams but a lot of new age type things as many of us have been but my professional life took a very a different path, a wonderful path. I was in international travel. But when my son who's now 24 was a baby and he was having some medical issues, earaches. I started looking to natural medicine alternatives because I didn't like the way he was being treated by the traditional medical community, just more and more prescription medication. Long story short, moving into more natural remedies for the physical, I was introduced or reintroduced to energy medicine energy, therapies, and tuning back into the awareness that I'd always known that there was a lot more going on than what we just could see in the physical world. So again, my journey, restarted my journey rather of beginning to study different energy modalities, different healing modalities, many different types from Reiki to shamanism, to reading tarot cards as well, <laughs> and finally found EFT. And it just changed my life. I started using it for myself, started to see what was possible that led to a training, and little by little started to pursue EFT. Fast forward to the Sandy Hook tragedy that happened. At that time, I'd already trained as an EFT practitioner, and we were developing a foundation to begin using EFT to address the trauma of Sandy Hook. And there was a trauma specialist who came in, and I really started focusing on EFT for trauma at that point. And since that time, have just continued to grow in EFT and trauma, and really recognizing that we all have trauma. And trauma is not just the major traumas as a Sandy Hook or a 9-11, but we all have the little T's and our big T's in life.
0: I love that you finished there because that was my first question was, you you talked about little T and big T when we were together last. And I Mm -hmm. love that. So Can you talk a little bit about what that means to have a little T versus a big T? Because I think so often people hear the word trauma and they do associate it with something violent or something really big that's almost easy to identify as trauma. And yet that's not the case. We get traumatized all the time, depending on how we're built, potentially.
1: Yes. Yes. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. Again, often we hear the word trauma and we reflect on our lives and think, well, I haven't had anything like trauma. Again, not violent, not abusive. I don't have trauma in my life. But the reality is we all have trauma. And when we begin to look at our lives from a little t and a big t standpoint, We start to see what we really mean by trauma. Those are moments in time, experiences that impacted us, imprinted us with emotions that still live in our bodies, that still show up today. So a lot of our patterns, a lot of our behaviors and fears are from our past little teas. And certainly within that, there's possibly big T's as well. But when we start really looking at the little T's more as the moments, those experiences in our life, when something happened to impact us, to change things for us, to create emotions in us that we just put away maybe not even aware that they're still there. So they're not the big things all the time. And most of the time, it's the combination and the buildup of all the little T's over time. And until we really start to do this work and go into the subconscious, our logical mind doesn't recognize the little T's in our life. So it's really important to feel into them and to get into the subconscious and realize that all of us have little T's, the whole timeline of little T's. And um, for
0: you listening, I just want to maybe give you an example of what this looks like when you're in a situation where you're using EFT with a practitioner, and we'll talk about the difference between doing it on your own and doing it with a practitioner. So when you're When a practitioner is working with you, when I'm with Victoria, let's say, and we're tapping because something that someone said to me like hurt my feelings and is creating rage in me in a way that doesn't match the situation at all. It's completely illogical. That's a lot of times how you'll kind of know there's trauma underneath the surface is your reaction to a situation is illogical and Victoria's guiding me and tapping through, all of the sudden, a memory from my childhood will pop up. And that's the thread. That's what's happened is something in your current life is attached to something that happened in an earlier part of your life. And without a modality that gets you deeper to the surface of what's really going on, you end up staying locked in a relationship to those old events. So you think that's a fair... um,
1: Yeah, Patty, that's absolutely perfect. And that's how we always start, right? We don't jump in and start searching for those memories. What happens is when you come in, we look at what's happening today. What's causing you discomfort today? What patterns, behaviors are you in that you know aren't serving you? As Patty said, You're reacting in ways that you know are not logical. It's coming from somewhere deeper. So we begin by just following the thread, as I call it. As we talked about last time, going to the root, And as we start to look at what's happening, it leads us to those memories, to those little teas, again, moments in time. That the logical mind wouldn't think, oh, you know, that was no big deal or haven't thought about that in years. But when we, when we move into the emotional body and the subconscious, we realize what happened in that moment is still stuck and it's causing the reactions that are showing up today.
0: I've shared this many times on this podcast before. I just have had so many points of transformation because of EFT because of tapping I'm I'm a huge proponent of it but for someone who's Victoria for someone's listening and actually isn't familiar with EFT tapping at all without a visual cuz that makes it a lot easier <laughs> can right. you give a just a general description of what tapping actually is what EFT actually is
1: sure the best way to describe tapping is it's a combination of Chinese acupuncture and modern psychology. And really what that means is instead of sticking needles into meridian points in our body, as you might have experienced if you've had acupuncture done, we're tapping on points of the body. These are meridian points, also known as energy centers. So we're using our fingertips to tap on points of the body while we're tapping on these points, what's going on in the body is twofold. One, it's sending a signal to the amygdala, which is that reptilian part of our brain, our fight, flight, or freeze alarm system in the brain that keeps us on high alert. What we know through research is when we're tapping on these points, we're literally sending a signal to the amygdala to begin to calm down. That it's safe to calm down. We don't have to stay in high alert. And the other thing that's happening is we're beginning to reduce the stress hormones in our body, particularly cortisol, which is that stress hormone we've all experienced. So as we're tapping on the points, we're calming the brain, we're calming the body, our nervous system is coming to a place of safety. Now, when we're in that place of safety, our ability to access emotions, to access memories, to be in the emotions in a safe way is completely and truly profound. You cannot get there from the logical mind. So the combination of what's happening in the brain and the body is allowing us to access Memories, emotions that are tucked underneath in our subconscious. So when we do that, we're able to move through situations, experiences, challenges in a much different way, allowing the emotions to come up. Because as I might have mentioned in the last call, the emotional body always overrides the logical mind. So. We can't cognitively think our way to healing. We have to feel it. So I bring
0: up EFT tapping a lot in the receiving school mm-hmm. and as a solution for people who get to a point where you know they've had some progress, they're doing the work in the receiving school, things are starting to shift for them. You know, money's flowing in, people are treating them differently, they're seeing signs. And then all of a sudden, they'll hit a block they're not expecting. Maybe, you know, if support is a big trigger for them and they're starting to feel support, all of a sudden, the support will feel uncomfortable or it will scare them or the money will come in, but they find that they're not trusting that it's going to stay. And when they hit these points, if it becomes really intense, this is a place where I find. Tapping is so helpful. Can you talk a little bit about how you know trauma or anything that sort of locks us up from our early life can keep good things from coming?
1: Yes, absolutely. Because when we hold on to trauma in the body, we don't allow ourselves to feel completely safe. And when we don't feel safe, we put up blocks. And these are blocks we're not putting up from the logical mind, but are happening from the body.
0: I love that. And then I think it's illogical for people that early experiences could really keep them from enjoying something they know they want. And what have you found is possible? You can either use me as an example or other clients as an example when When these blocks that they don't realize are there are released, what are the kinds of shifts that people can experience?
1: Oh, all types of shifts. Because what's happening is, again, using that word safety, which I use quite a bit, because once we feel safe in our bodies, we are able to move forward creating whatever we want. So there's shifts in our physical body, there's shifts in money and receiving and career, there's shifts in relationships. And some of the most profound, I think, shifts come around relationships, right? Because for a lot of us, issues in relationships, you know, cause a lot of deep pain at times. And even relationships with people who are no longer in the physical world, it allows us to heal because we feel safe now to really look at the entire picture. We feel safe to maybe move into compassion and forgiveness. So there's a lot of healing and shifts around relationships. And it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a physical relationship with that person, but there's a peace now with that person. So a lot of shifts with relationships, but also shifts in following our passion and our path. And as I tell people, I would not be doing this right now. What is my passion and this gift of being able to serve with EFT if I didn't do my trauma work? I never would have been able to create this. And you know, there was a time where I thought it wasn't even possible. So within myself, doing what I'm doing now has come from my own work around my own trauma. So when we want to create, we want to move forward. We want to heal relationships. It's possible to shift in all areas of our life once we feel safe and release those blocks.
0: Mm, I love that. Now, for people listening who are familiar with tapping or familiar with EFT, but more familiar in the guided videos, I'm constantly on my soapbox saying, when you're tapping along with videos, with pre-scripted video taps, which are great. It is completely different than actually working with a practitioner. So for you listening, if you think, oh, I've tried tapping, I've done it with you know whatever tapping video script you watched and you tapped along with someone, it is completely different because it's not a personalized experience. So Victoria, can you talk a little bit about the difference between doing it, as you say, for self-care versus doing it in a therapeutic setting?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we have the self-care and the clinical of EFT. And again, the self-care is often when you are watching the videos or tapping on your own. And self-care tapping is so needed and so important. But basically, that is being used for just general calming or a very small experience in your life that you want to move through on your own. It's more like a practice such as meditation or yoga, something you would do daily to keep your energy system healthy, to keep yourself calm, which is so important. But it is not meant to deal with our traumas, our little teas and our big teas. In order to do that, we move to the clinical form of EFT, which again, just means working with someone like myself as a guide, who is able to guide you and move you to those deeper places in a safe way. So it's a very different process. And yes, what often happens is, and I run into this a lot, people will say, oh, I tried tapping. And not much happened. I don't really, you know, see the big deal. And as we talk about it, it's because when we're tapping for self-care, we want those major shifts. We're looking for them. We're hoping for it and it doesn't happen. And then we think, oh, this doesn't work. But we have to remember that self-care tapping is not meant for the deeper work. It's a beautiful self-care practice that, as I tell every one of my clients to do, I encourage it, I help you with the practice. But think of it as just that daily calming practice versus the clinical of going much deeper to the traumas. And what I tell people as well, even myself tapping all of these years if I hit something that I know is big, I will connect with one of my colleagues to tap with me because I know our own egos won't even allow us to go deep because it wants to protect ourselves. So even for myself and even for other practitioners, when we hit something big, we need that guidance because we just are not meant to go there on our own.
0: Yeah, I love that that difference of description because I find, having been that person myself, I had used tapping videos for years. I had done it at least two or three years before I met you and I started working with you. And I went into it. The reason I actually reached out to you was because At that point, I had fractured my spine, and I wasn't healing. And I wasn't healing through Western medicine, and I wasn't healing through the modalities I actually already knew. And I was really hopeful that a very specific tapping script, that's what I thought I was getting, was (laughs) going to help me get in there and help me release whatever wound was at this like sacral part of my body and so i came in with a, a lot of the preconceived notions i see other people have and so i find myself constantly banging the drum against you have to see someone one on one to get the true benefit of this modality because it's so powerful and i think it's so needed
1: yeah absolutely and you know it's the the duality right the pro and the con that it's wonderful now That tapping is so accessible and people are aware of it. That's a good thing. But unfortunately, because of that, a lot of people are trying it on their own and not getting the results. So it's really important to educate that. And I so appreciate that you share that with your audience because it really is a significant piece. And we do know that in the moment, we can tap on our own. And have some relief. Take that deep breath. Like it is a tool in the moment that can take us from this anxiety to feeling calmer all on our own. And that's beautiful. But that's different than really going deep and healing and moving forward into transformation.
0: Yes. And you know, I think there's also another piece, it's just occurring to me now. I see in the receiving school like something that works similarly, which is that when people, you know, do some of the the work that we do in the receiving school on their own, back before we had receiving school open all year round, because we're just in the process of changing it to a 12 month program, but it would be open for eight weeks, close and then open for another eight weeks. And during the eight weeks, people said they felt like their breakthroughs were bigger. And what I started to notice is Those breakthroughs are bigger because you're doing it alongside another person. Someone's holding space Mm -hmm. for you, which by its nature makes it safer. Yes, absolutely. And that's what I see happens with tapping. If I'm doing it on my own, it's also that I need you holding the space for when I'm going to go really deep.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You need that guidance, you need that support. To bring you to those deeper places that on your own, again, hard to access and not meant to access on your own.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. And, you know, when we looked at changing the receiving school, when we saw, you know, things were evolving on the planet vibrationally and what people needed, that was, you know, one of the shifts we made was to go to having it available year round, coaching year round, Mm. so that there was that. Party alongside people as they were doing this work and also adding tapping in as part of the offering because doing that alongside the work to me, it makes it so much more powerful. Now, if someone does want to explore working with you, you can go to the tappingpractice.com, which we will in the show notes Mm -hmm. to get in touch with Victoria because I know people are probably listening and saying, Oh my goodness, this is what I need. And is there any other way that you would want people following you or finding out about you, Victoria?
1: That's the main way, through my website or they can email me directly. As we talked about, I'm really old school. You come to <laughs> you just text me or email directly to me or just go on my website and I offer, you know, a complimentary consult call just so we can sit and chat, an opportunity for you guys or anyone to ask more specific questions, for me to learn a little bit about what you're looking for, and just to really see if it's a good match. Because I want people to feel totally comfortable beginning a process like this. Because, you know, I know it's stepping into deep healing and transformation is not easy, it really isn't. And we want to feel comfortable and safe. So I really try to give people that time and opportunity to really connect and have all their questions answered before they start. You know, one of the things that I also love
0: working with you, Victoria, and for you listening, by the way, I do want to make this part clear because sometimes I think people hear, I've been working with Victoria for years and you think I'm like seeing her on a regular basis for years. It doesn't work like that. (laughs) You go and then you take breaks and then you come back when something new rears its ugly head. But one of the things you always do for me, Victoria, is you'll say, you know what I'm really seeing? Mm -hmm. And then you kind of give me a blanket awareness of you know a pattern that's happening in the world at this time based on your experiences with your clients and I'm curious we're recording this in September this won't be dropping I think until late November but right now what are the big themes that you're seeing in people's healing journeys and their their self-care and whatever else is showing up for
1: you well i think the people who have been doing the work And going deep. I think this summer, the last few months, it has taken myself included to almost a place of questioning like, what's going on here? I've been doing all this work, and I almost feel like it's gotten more difficult, or I'm struggling a little bit more. And what I feel is happening, what I've been seeing is this time frame is really calling us to go deep, deeper than we ever have before. And I think now is about trust that, okay, we are being supported to go deeper. And the world outside has been very chaotic. There's been a lot of fear out there. And now it's time for us to really go deeper. All summer I felt like there was more struggle and I feel like what I'm just seeing literally in the last couple of weeks, moving to the other side of it, beginning to go deeper and feeling like, oh, okay, you know, all this work that I've been doing, I'm beginning to really feel it from a deeper level, moving more into the transformation. So I think it got a little bumpy over the last couple of months but I think we're beginning to come through to a place of really feeling safer to be in the deeper places
0: mm I love that there's so much hope there
1: yes absolutely
0: well thank you so much for being here Victoria I so appreciate your time and your energy and of course you know everything you do for me I'm deeply grateful.
1: Oh, Patty, you're welcome. And thank you for this opportunity for me to share with your audience. I so appreciate it and all you do for me.
0: Oh, that's my pleasure. (laughs) All right, everyone. So if you're listening again, we're going to put this in the show notes, go to www.thetappingpractice.com to get in touch with Victoria. And um, certainly if you want to check out Receiving School, you can go to thereceivingschool.com and continue to follow us here. And if you know someone that needs to hear this particular message, please, please, please share this podcast with them. It helps us get the word out. And remember, make space for magic. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people, and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day, and don't forget, always create space for magic.